Hag Tire Talks, Driving Yield Through Tire Technology, sponsored by Michelin Agriculture. James Tushner with Ag Tire Talk here. I'm with Austin Fisher, field engineer for Firestone Ag. Welcome to the program. Thanks, James. Yeah, happy to be here and talk Ag Tires. Well, great. You know, you haven't been on the program as of yet, so why don't you give us a little brief introduction about, you know, what you do for Firestone Ag. Uh, I'm a field engineer. I'm based out of Northeast Indiana. Um, I do a lot of uh, OE liaison, so uh, with John Deere, Case New Holland, McKinsey, uh, et cetera, and, and then also just day-to-day as farmers call in looking for advice on how to, to maximize uh, the performance from their ag tires. Uh, I help a lot with that, too. So. Well, great. So basically, one of the big three, whether it be Agco, Deere, CNH, comes to you and says, hey, I've got this, I don't know, piece of tillage equipment or tractor, and and you really um, make recommendations as to what fitments would optimize the equipment performance. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. Yeah, they'll they'll give us a load and a rough envelope, and and then from there, you know, we go through our portfolio and and find uh, you know an option that uh, you know will maximize performance and, and meet their requirements. And if we don't have it, then that's when we you know feed that information into our product development group and and uh, you know explore um, whether that's you know something we can help with. So. Well, excellent, excellent. So, say say it's Tushner Farms, and I had a thousand acres here in Nashville, Tennessee. It, could you would you sometimes show up on my doorstep to weigh out my tractor and ballast it and all that good stuff and set my air pressures, or is that um, set aside for some others? Yep, I mean that's that's one of the roles of my group. Um, we also have a, a pretty uh, technically adept um, sales manager crew, um, so a lot of times they will actually uh, be the ones to do that, uh, but in some cases, you know, maybe something's a little more uh, advanced or, or you know, if I'm already in the area, um, then, you know, we'll go out, but our, our sales team is is perfectly capable of also doing that. That's excellent, excellent, and good to know that they your sales team you know, has that knowledge. Um, that's a big deal. All right. Well, you've got a couple of exciting products on the docket, and um, let's start with Maxi Traction. One of your latest and uh, your latest and greatest R1W. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is primarily a harvest combine tire and a full wheel drive tractor tire. Is that correct? You, you're exactly right. Yep. This uh, this is essentially a, 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 our state of the art premium radial radial successor to uh, the radial all traction DT line, um, which has has served us very well. But you know, it's it's been out for uh, I think 20 plus years now. Um, and, and there are some opportunities for improvement. So we, we brought Maxi Traction in and, and uh, we're continuing to expand the line. And, and um, you know, it has performed very well in the field for us and very well received. Well, you know, one of the things I noticed up from the get-go, it certainly is a revised tread design and upgraded. So why don't you talk about just a couple of the features and benefits and, and what you tweaked on this particular offering versus the, uh, the um, older counterpart? Yeah, as you said, it's it's an R1W, um, and in some cases we've actually even, uh, you know, you could maybe say it's an R1W plus. We do have a little bit deeper skid uh, or tread depth in most of these sizes than the, the radial attraction DT of old. Um, but we we really dove into the lug design, um, and, and we leveraged uh, you know our team in, in Europe to help us with that. Um, and, and through that lug geometry, what we've done is is we've been able to improve the wear rate and the wear uniformity um, while also increasing ride comfort when compared to the, the old tire. Um, it, it's just very good tire, very good tire. 
Certainly a modern looking design by every stretch of the imagination. All right, so let's talk about some of the detail. You've got some standard offerings. You've got a bunch of VF. You also have cyclic field operation as well. So let's talk about um, one of the more popular offerings. You've got, uh, let's just talk about the size complements for your, what are your most popular sizes? Would that be one of VF 960R32? Um, give us a flavoring for really what's moving out there in this particular line for the combine piece. Yeah, the, the 960R32 is, is a, that's a big size, of course, on combines. Um, it, it really, the, probably the biggest hitters in that line are the, uh, the 710, 70R42 and 870R38. Um, you know, the 710, of course, is a pretty versatile size, um, you know, on four-wheel drive tractors. Um, it can go on the rear of, of MFWDs um, and then on that harvest equipment as well. And, and the 800, kind of the same thing. Uh, those are, those are, you know, been big hitters for us. And then, of course, we have the, the 750 65R26 oh, yeah. um, mm -hmm. and standard NVO. And, and that's, you know, a big time uh, rear steer combine tire. Um, and uh, that's, a, that's a newer entry to the line. But sales are really picking up. It's been adopted at OE and uh, um, it's really taken off. So. Excellent, excellent. So questions. Now, say on the 870-38s and the 710-7042s, we both know that for four-wheel drive tractors, really they're coming with that front and center, uh, uh, that basically the most popular two sizes. So if a producer's um, looking to replace, say, a set of 870-38s, you have the VF 870-R38 with cyclic field operation. Is he, I mean, that's cyclic field operation has really primarily been a harvester type thing. Is he good to put that on a four-wheel drive as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he is, you know, per that's perfectly fine. Um, you know, we do actually have options in, in VF in both sizes uh, without the CFO. Oh, okay. Um, and, and in those, uh, you know, that would probably be what we would steer them into. Uh, but, you know, there's there's no reason um, uh, unless they need the D or the, the, the um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Unless they need the D speed rating. Um, I mean, the, the CFO tires are perfectly you know, fine for four wheel drive applications. Excellent. Excellent. And I see that you've got not only B speed ratings, but a lot of D for 40 miles per hour as well. Excellent. So um, let's talk about a size that really caught my eye, an IF 1150R42 CFO. So um, let's talk about the application for that big old wide offering. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, it can go on. Uh, we, we've seen it on the rear of some MFWD tractors paired with the VF650. Uh, 60R34 okay. on the front, okay, uh, and and that's that's a pretty pretty impressive setup to look at. Um, you know, we've we've also uh, seen it as an OE option um, at Deer, for example, on their X9 combines. Um, so uh, tractors, uh, four wheel MFWD tractors, four wheel drive tractors, and uh, harvest are the the primary fitments there. Well, you steered this right into something I want to talk about. So let's talk about the Deer X9. Clearly, um, the biggest combine that is offered by, by deer and folk. So let's talk about if a producer is looking to say, hey, I want to maximize my footprint with the tires. What's the difference between the footprint on the 1150R42 compared to, say, the VF580 ADR42 dual setup? Yep. So what uh, the VF580 85R42 CFO at it rated conditions, um, not CFO, but in, in transport is about 527 square inches. 
um, you know, derating that uh, for dual service, we get to 928. Um, in the IF 1150R42 uh, is at 979. So you're getting 51 more square inches uh, per side of the combine uh, moving to that 1100. Uh, now, of course, the caveat to that um, in any of the dual fitment options is that uh, you're going to be running over stubble uh, in the row then. So um, that is a, a trade-off that, that you know, uh, producers need to be aware of, and, and, and we would highly recommend that they implement some form of stubble mitigation uh, in that case. But, uh, Amen to that. You know, and most people are really on board with that, especially with the hybrids of you know the stubble stompers or whatever particular offering that you ha- happen to use across the board. That does so that really really save that those tires from, from the, the damage and actually can save it from a puncture as well. But the bottom line on that, it's really interesting and worth noting. The dual actually is a little smaller than that big old super single. Um, for a producer that's really looking to optimize that footprint, super important. So let's talk about a little bit wider dual offering. Let's compare the VF710-7042 duals with the IF1150R42. What's the flat plate differences of that? And once again, D-rated for duals, uh, that should be about 1,252 square inches. So um, once again, 1,252 for the dual VF710s. Uh, compared to that 979 from 1100. So, and uh, close to 300 square inches more uh, per side going to that dual 710 setup. That's a big deal. Very, very good. Any last points on maxi traction that you'd like to hit before we get to, to the next offering? Uh, yeah, I mean, we just, like I said, we spent a lot of time. I, I developed a couple of the maxi traction tires myself, and, and we spent a lot of time um, looking at the lug design, optimizing pitch counts, bar angles, um, you know, everything we could do uh, to maximize um, wear rate, uh, ride comfort, and traction. And, and it's it's really paid off, um, you know, with the combination of, of you know, our typical, our uh, traditional carcass um, and, uh, you know, using our, our just extensive compounding resources to to really merge all that together into a truly exceptional tire. So uh, we've been very pleased with the performance uh, that they've been exhibiting in the field. Hence the name Maxi Traction, right? (laughs) Absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's get on to uh, this next offer. I'm excited about this offer. We got some really good data on this as well. Came very prepared, Austin. So let's talk about the Firestone Destination Farm in, in the implement line. Why don't you just give us a high-level overview of what that line's about, what it's designed to do, and really how it can make a really dramatic difference for a producer who's been using traditional um, bias I-1s for some time. Yep, so Destination Farm uh, is, is an I-1 pattern, you know, that traditional ribbed pattern. Uh, we also have Destination Turf, um, which is, you know, a blocked pattern more for uh, uh, the, the, to replace the turf and field type tires that you sometimes see on planters and, and cedars. Um, but uh, what they are is they're, they're premium radial ply implement tires. Um, and they are only available in IF and VF. So uh, when we talk about minimizing compaction, uh, uh, you know, that's the name of the game with IF and VF. Um, and, and as I said, they're radials. Um, and, and when we came up with the load indices for these tires, uh, what we did was we either matched them to the load capacities of the bias ply tires that they're going to replace, mm-hmm. uh, or in some cases, we even increased the capacity. But 
Um, at the end of the day, in, in, in these cases, we, we reduce the inflation pressure that these tires are going to have to be operated in the field. Um, being well, you know, a, it's, a premium... Go ahead. Go ahead, James. No, I was just going to say, you know, the, the great thing about this particular line, as I look at it, it's got all the common bias replacements, 9.5 L15s, everyone's familiar with, 11 L15s, 12.5 L15s, right? The old 11.22.5 bias in those planners, super popular. You've got the VF295, 75, 22.5. And credit from the cool thing about this is if you want to reduce sole compaction, you don't have to, you don't have to change the wheel, nothing. You just dismount the old tire, put a new on, and we're good to go, right? Yep, you're exactly right. And and that's, you know, the, the beauty of this is that, you know, you can get such a significant improvement in performance, you know, and it's it's pretty much just a drop-in option. Um, All right, been, so let's talk about um, the two IF287ER15. And just as a, a reminder, that the crossover to that is an 11L15, right? So you can take the 280 divided by 25.4, which is the section width, and you can get down to um, just standard inches. So that can you can just off the cuff see what type of tire it will replace. So let's talk about the difference in air pressure compared to an IF287ER15, this generation compared to an older generation bias 11L15. So let's talk about the, what's, the, what's the air pressure difference and what's the footprint difference? Yep, so I've got footprint here for our Firestone 11L15 uh, farm implement 12-ply uh, versus our IF287ER15 destination farm. Um, 3,200 pounds for both tires. 52 PSI for the bias and 41 uh, for the radial. Um, and those footprint results are uh, 64 inches squared for the bias tire and 77 square inches for the radial. Um, and that results in a 20% improvement in footprint just going to that IF radial tire. You know, that's such an interesting stat. It nailed it right where I thought it would because, you know, really air pressure is the biggest deal to go in reducing soil compaction, right? Because it's almost a one-to-one -one ratio. I mean, if you take 50 PSI reduced to 25 PSI, a number of different people have talked about the fact that you're re really, because of the enlarged footprint, you're reducing the soil compaction by about half. It's interesting because this is an IF, which equates to 20% less air pressure, right? 52 to 41. And I'll be darned if the footprint isn't exactly 20% larger for the IF offering in the IF 28070 or 15. And interesting how that math has worked out so perfectly for this offering. Funny how that works out, isn't it? All right. So let's talk about um, another very popular offering. I think you've got some data. You know, that VF 295752525 replacement, there is an absolute ton of planners out there with old 11225 bias that could really, really benefit from this replacement. So why don't you talk some stats on that one? Mm -hmm. Yep. So we have a footprint here of our 29575 R22.5 R195 uh, TBR tire um, versus our VF29575 R22.5 Destination Farm. Um, that TBR tire, uh, because you know TBR, of course, does not have any agricultural uh, service bonuses, is 6,175 pounds at 110 PSI. Um, in that uh, our destination farm is 7,600 pounds at 64 PSI. Uh, and what that results to on the flat plate is 77 square inches for the TBR tire and 109 for the VF tire. So that's a 42% improvement. Um, so well, you know, it's interesting too, because, you know, that one didn't, didn't equate it right to that 20%. 
And a lot of people say, well, why would you compare a regular truck bus radial tire? You wouldn't think it, but it was happening even at the OE level some time ago, what, seven, eight years ago. TBR tires were being put on those planters OE. Austin, correct? Yeah, yeah. And I still just at farm shows now, you can you can go look at planters and they have those recapped uh, TBR tires on. So still, uh, even today, pretty common. So I highly encourage your producer, the producers out there to go and check what they've got on that planter, right? Because a 40% increase in footprint is massive. It can, it'll pay for the tires in a season, literally. Am I correct, Austin? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you've got the, the added benefit of, of you know, as, as we, we talk about um, you know, getting in the field earlier and, and, and the name of the game is, is flotation. I mean, offering flotation on the planter, less rep depth. I mean, we, we get a lot of, of other, uh, you know, um, side benefits from moving to the radial too, besides that compaction. So, um, you know, really, really no downside to moving to these products whatsoever. Awesome. And, you know, the, then again, it comes back to paying for itself quickly, right? So let's talk about the last size I really want to touch on is the VF44565 or 225. Correct me if I'm wrong, that that's really a, a grain um, wagon cart, is it not? Or does it have some other applications? Uh, yeah, I believe it's on some planners too, the, the transport wheels. Um, okay. you know, that it's, it's got some more varied uh, applications than that 295. Um, yeah, I remember so, seeing a lot of 425, 65, 225s back on the planners, and they, they just take truck, truck tires and retread them <laughs> when no one cared about compaction that much. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, good. So, so let's talk one, about some uh, data on this one. Yep. So we have our TBR tire, 445, 65, R22.5, M844, uh, versus our destination arm, VF445, 65, R22.5. Um, and the TBR tire is at 12,300 pounds at 120 PSI. Um, and the, IF, the BF tire uh, is 12,800 pounds, so a little bit more capacity, uh, but at almost half the inflation pressure. So that's 12,800 pounds at 64 PSI. Shocking. Um, and so those footprint are 152 square inches uh, versus 189, and that's about a 24% improvement. So, um, you know, there, there's not... You know, these TBR tires have completely different load tables, so there's not exactly a direct correlation between the two. You know, we saw in the previous example it was 42%. In this case, it's 24%. But, but either way, I mean, it, there's big differences um, that that will translate to the field and, and ultimately to yield. Well, 120 psi is massive. I mean, that's like running roll rollers across your field, man. I mean, that is high. I mean, even the sprayer applications are down in the 60s, fully loaded, right? So. Yeah. This is a big deal getting that down to 60. So excellent, excellent. Well, Austin, you've given us some incredibly good data to help these producers out there make really good informed decisions, not only at the OE level, right, but also um, for existing equipment. So we talked about max Mm -hmm. traction. We talked about um, the destination farm. Anything else that you'd like to just close with and, and really leave our listeners with today? Yeah, I would just like to add, I missed it earlier when we were talking about Destination Farm, uh, that all these tires are steel belted. Um, so when you talk about puncture yes. resistance, I mean, that that's a, a huge advantage over a bias tire. I mean, we we put the, the uh, Destination Farms on our field cultivator probably five or six years ago, and we used to have probably at least a flat a year. Um, and, and just by making that switch, I think we've had two flats uh, this entire time. So just the 
you know, when we talk about downtime, I mean, that's, that's a big difference there, not having to change those implement tires out, um, those bias ties. So uh, that's big, big advantage there. Um, as, as far as, you know, what else? I mean, we're continuing to evaluate the market. We are actively developing sizes uh, in our maxi traction line um, that uh, pretty excited about, um, you know, we're, we're still uh, developing the, the deep tread 23 that is so popular here in North America that, um, you know, farmers just uh, really love for it's, it's all around performance. Um, you know, so we're, we're developing, uh, continuing to develop products that, you know, the North American market uh, wants and, and needs and, and we're excited about uh, the performance benefits that uh, we can provide to the American farmer. Well, excellent. It's been such a pleasure having you on. It's been so much fun just digging into the data and really what a difference. It fits perfectly with really our initiative, which is driving yield through tire technology, which really you showcased that today. So thank you for being on the program today. And that's a wrap. Thanks, James.